Chapter 11. Fame. I saw your signs and would like to ask you a few questions, the young man enthused, pulling out a pen and writing pad. I'm a journalist. We were on the road somewhere north of Alphonsine, and this man had stopped his car and approached us. I was accustomed to speaking with the media from my marketing life and normally felt confident evangelizing the benefits of Microsoft software. But here, before the opportunity to broadly communicate our message of peace, my confidence wavered. The questions were easy to answer, focusing on the physical aspects of our journey, such as the number of days we had been walking, the kilometers per day, where we slept, and our anticipated route. When he asked why we were walking, my stomach clenched. I am walking to Jerusalem for peace, I replied. I want people to know that peace is a choice. It is something we create and that begins within each of us. We can all do something for peace. The journalist scribbled down my words and then looked at Alberto. I am walking for peace, but not in Jerusalem, Alberto said. To me, this is a pilgrimage, a spiritual journey. I cringed. The journalist scribbled with a smile. We agreed to his request to take some pictures. With our backpacks at our feet and our signs facing outwards, Alberto and I stood side by side for our first official photograph together. I was becoming accustomed to hearing Alberto speak openly about his spiritual beliefs to priests, but now hearing him utter the word pilgrimage and spirituality to the journalist, I felt concerned. I considered my spirituality a private matter and didn't feel comfortable sharing it with others unless they expressed an interest first. On more than one occasion, among ordinary people we met in bars or on the street, I had seen how Alberto's use of the word God or anything related to religion or spirituality made some uncomfortable. I didn't want to alienate people. Independent of their spiritual beliefs, I wanted all people, not simply those we met in churches or monasteries, to embrace this message of peace through personal empowerment and choice. I also saw my future life work being for peace in the Middle East and feared that too much focus on the spiritual aspects of our walk would distract people from the message. To me, whether one believed in God, Allah, the universe, the creator, or nothing at all, was irrelevant so long as one's actions demonstrated the universal beliefs of peace and brotherhood. Especially with the media, I wanted our message to be straightforward, and for me, that meant God-free. A brief article did appear in the following day's newspaper, along with a large picture of us. I was pleasantly surprised to learn that my name was Monica, even though I had spelled it out for the journalist, and that I was 25 years old and Alberto 23. We had somehow lost a decade in the translation. We had a good laugh at our first brush with fame and kept a copy of the article. We have been driving up and down this road hoping to see you, the woman exclaimed, shaking our hands. My husband and I read that newspaper article and want to congratulate you. The couple fussed over us, asking if they could bring us something to eat, anything to drink, wanting to know how they could help us. You stopping here helps in more ways than you can imagine, I said. The woman reached inside her purse and pulled out her wallet.
I instinctively said no and heard Alberto do the same. She waved away both our objections, pulled out several bills, and pressed them into my rejecting hands. Please, she pleaded, I know you don't need the money, but we want to help. Enjoy a good meal on us. I contemplated her in silence, at the joy that illuminated her face, and felt the fight leave me. I took the money from her hands and thanked her. She smiled brilliantly. Alberto gazed at me proudly. I handed him the bills. Perhaps I had been too harsh in my judgments of what was acceptable help for our walk. It wasn't simply about receiving money, but receiving in all its forms. I never wanted to burden anyone or feel indebted to them. I preferred to give, to control, believing that it made me independent and free somehow. I realized then that it imprisoned me in a cage of judgments and protected a fragile sense of self-worth. I gave, I gave love, friendship, kindness, believing that I was somehow stronger than others, with infinite reserves to share. I made light of loving words and gestures, keeping myself forever sealed in my cage, safe from hurt and disappointment. I wasn't sure where these feelings stemmed from, but I couldn't deny their truth. With these revelations, my healing journey suddenly seemed very far indeed. Moments later, an elderly gentleman standing at the edge of his driveway waved us over and congratulated us on our walk. He reached into his pocket and pressed some bills into my hand. I began to resist. Why not? He asked, puzzled, and then closed my hand over the money. Take it. I want to contribute to what you are doing. I want to contribute to peace. It's not much, but I offer it sincerely and with great pleasure. It was impossible to ignore the repeated hits on the head that the universe was dealing me that day. My heart finally opened, and on all levels, I graciously accepted his gift. Thank you, I said, taking the money.